You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. I put in extra work that just can't be found. I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing. Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king. Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king. God made me punch in accurate numbers. Yeah. My castle won't crumble. Nah. What I tackle will fumble. Yeah. I've been a leader when they ain't see it, but now my feet is up. up. According to me, royalty didn't end with King Tut. Nah. Crown on my head, clouds is at my legs. Yeah. Big says sky is the limit. I look down on the ledge. The I push the bar like I'm opening the cell. Hands in my cookie jar, you won't come out with a single nail. You I need on. all of mine. The weight of my shoulders won't fit on a scale. What's a king to a giant? What? Well, Goliath fell. Even if we playing chess, dog, this king can't be checked. I make all my moves on the board. I invented my step. Uh-huh. I'm a king, the blood of a ruler. I feel like Mansa Musa. Musa. Make your squad disappear like landing by the Bermuda. Triangle, look at it from my angle. I'm a king, the closest thing to being one of God's angels. Yeah. I'm a king. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. I put in extra work that just can't be found. I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing. Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night This is the Code of Conduct with the King Podcast I am your host, Jay Spencer King And I am very, very excited I have a special show today Because I have a special guest Um, So I won't waste too much time by talking to you by myself, but I have Mr. Uh, Josh Thomas of the Arizona Cardinals, formerly of the Buffalo Bills, joining me. Um, Big things popping all week. Big things popping. Then next week, next week, I got Josiah Johnson. Some know him as the GOAT of of NBA Twitter. Um, Some, he's just the meme king. He's he's hilarious. His father's a former NBA player. And I just wanted to get him on and have a conversation about the difference uh, between NBA and NFL contract situations, um, how the NFL seems to have more control over their players, whereas the NBA seems to have more power, more control over their careers. Um, and just have a, a, a good discussion about um, who has more power, who has less power. Why is this and why is that? So, uh, yeah, so Josiah is going to be on uh, next Tuesday. That's May the 2nd. He's going to be on joining me. It's going to be a good time. Um, draft week, draft week. So I'm not going to waste no more time. Let's get right into it. Before I do, because uh, I, I already know when I when I start talking to my man, Josh, we we just going to we going to go on it. So I got a quick message from my man, Buffalo Freddy, and, uh, and then let's get to it. OK, here's the deal. I know as Bills fans, we wait all year for the fall and the winter so we can go to the Bills games. I get it. Trust me, I do. But let me tell you why this time of the year is elite. It's party time. And we're going to party for so many reasons, whether it's a graduation party, a birthday party, family reunion, or just because it's Saturday and the weather's perfect. Here's the thing. My guy, Buffalo Freddy, has everything you need to make your party the best party of the year. 
We have everything from chairs and tables to premium tents, water slides, wet and dry bounce houses, and so much more. And that's not all. The best barbecue catering in Western New York has you covered, whether it's a small party or a corporate gathering. Buffalo Freddy Barbecue Catering makes everything easy for you. Rentals and bookings available now at www.buffalofreddy.com or you can call 716-4-FREDDY. That's 716-437-3339. Remember, for all your party rental needs, just call 4-FREDDY. All right, ladies and gentlemen, y'all already know I'm happy. I'm excited. I got another um, just a good dude all around. Somebody who I, I got the chance to kick it with a couple times now. Uh, former Buffalo Bill, current Arizona Cardinal. Uh, my man Josh Thomas is in the house for the Code of Conduct. What's going on with you, man? What's good, Jay Spitz, man? I appreciate you having me on, man. Always good to talk to you, chop it up with you. Yeah, no, I appreciate you doing this, man. Um, it, it's actually it's kind of overdue. Last year, I felt like I was supposed to do it, and then because uh, we talked at Levi's event last year, and I'm like, yeah, yeah we're gonna have to we're gonna have to link. And then the way the year went, man, with that with the shooting and everything like that, when I tell you, I almost I really just dropped the ball with the pot. So I'm getting back around yeah. to everything the way I need to, but uh, but now is the time. Now is the right time to do it. So, um, you in the thick of things with OTAs right now? How's that going for you? Oh, it's going good, man. Just getting around the guys for the first time, new teammates, new faces, uh, new coaches, and just uh, trying to learn the, the system and just trying to build some chemistry with the guys on the team, which is always good because uh, just being in the locker room every day, seeing guys putting in a lot of work uh, in the meeting rooms and in the weight room for right now, and hopefully when we get to the field, it's just always good to be around the guys and put in some sweat equity together. And So that's what we're doing right now. And – I just like being around my teammates, man. I'm always like I just like being where my where my guys are. I always feel more comfortable, you know. And so, just being with those guys, working out, trying to learn the system with the new coaches, it's been it's been going well, I think. And and so that's interesting for you too, because now so this is since since being a pro, this is your third coaching staff, um, uh, right? Because because yeah, you had the same staff is, in yeah. Buffalo. Then, I didn't think okay, about so that, but yeah, it is. That's crazy. So and I, I get it. It's still early stages of OTAs, like very early. But, um, you know, with just seeing what you can see now, um, is there a because I feel like most times it's like it's the pros. It is what it is. Like every city you go to it's the pros. Obviously, some teams are doing better than others, but it's the pros. Do you see anything that's that's really uh, different for you or anything that makes you say, I mean, I just show up, do my job. It's the same everywhere I go. I mean, yeah, pretty much it's just like I would say it's just like pieces to a puzzle when it comes to like my role on the team or just anybody's role or just even the the playbook. Like it's mostly that everybody's running similar concepts. It's just like, oh, here we call it this and, and, and here we call it this. But it's the same concept. Mm -hmm. So just being able to familiarize it once you learn the concepts of the defense. And then what what the offenses are trying to attack you with and what your weaknesses are, you can you can pretty much play in any system. It's just learning that jargon. That's always what we talk about. So just making sure everybody on the same page. And then the most thing I'd probably say is just the culture. Like we building that culture now in Arizona that I feel like they had they did so well in Buffalo. It's just, you know, being around the guys, talking to each other, just learning about learning about the, the man and not just a football player. That always helps. So when I know where you come from and what you what you believe in, how you, what you stand on, it's always easier for me to go out there and, and play hard for the guy next to you when you know uh, what kind of person he is, you know. So I feel like 
we getting to that point here in Arizona, but that that takes time. It ain't it ain't easy to get there. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like that has to be a little frustrating though. Like to to go into a situation that you feel like is a lot closer. I guess to to having the culture that you were expecting, you know, like because when you got to, when you got to the Cardinals, um, Kyler was healthy. Obviously, um, I know D Hop had the suspension, but D Hop was there. You had JJ Watt, so I mean, like now you you're going into a different thing, and really, I would almost look at you. I would I would assume that the team would also look at you. Okay, you have some experience from a team that has an ex- established culture. We we're gonna kind of put you in a little bit more of a leadership role or, or you know kind of use you in that way have you seen that early so far uh I wouldn't say that I'm really just trying to still get my my bones in the league honestly I haven't really mm-hmm. played as much as I would like to of course but I've been around good players I've been around good teams he, he, in Buffalo and in Arizona I've seen how great yeah. players work and so I feel like I just I know what I can bring to the table as far as production on the field and in the locker room just being a leader being a guy who I'm not really going to say too much unless, you know, the situation arises. But usually I just lead by example, by going hard, showing up early, staying late, taking care of my body, being in a routine every day. So, like, even now, like, guys know 7 o'clock every morning they're going to see JT going to be in the sauna. They just know that's Mm -hmm. where I'm going to be every day before and after just taking care of my body, making sure my muscles is loose and warm, making sure I'm hydrated and stuff like that. So everybody knows, like, you feel me? So, like, people know that. I'm on routine and I'm locked in. And so hopefully people see that I'm locked in and hopefully help them want to do the same thing. Man, you know, and it's crazy. I actually, I hit you not too long ago. You, you, every, so it's probably like every other day or a couple of times a week, you're posting some clips from your workouts or uh, something that like, I think the one that I commented on, you and Levi Wallace were, were working out together. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, I got to get, I got to get on it, man. And you like, yo, just get with the program. Let's get it. But, no but dude, like, you don't, you're, you're not joking at all when you say take care of your body. It's like, it's impressive. Um, you know, I think for me, that's the biggest, thing that i recognize about about professional athletes is different even from people that say no i go to the gym every day y'all really work out it's not like you go to the yeah, gym and you kind of got sure. like a yeah yeah y'all y'all really into it so um w- with that being the case so with otas at this point it, a lot of guys will say like well no it's just working out we all get together and this is workout um it, is it just a glorified workout session with the crew or is it one of those things where you still can kind of get a little bit more? Cause I know you can't talk football really legally. Yeah. I mean, it's just like speed. Like we work in just dynamic uh, explosive movements, just getting our body conditioned to make football movements. So like right now it's phase one where you do a lot of straight, like straight line sprinting, um, just getting your body back in football shape. It takes a, it takes a long, it doesn't, it takes a longer time than people really think to get your body to where it's able to play 60 minutes mm-hmm. of NFL football. Like that's not a, that's not like a two month thing where you can just start in June and be ready by August. Like it has to be from now until September, even if you're not in the building, mm-hmm. every, every mm-hmm. guy in the NFL is working out, making sure they body right, doing sprints, squats, just a lot of, you got to load the body up to be able to take all that all that uh, punishment we take during the season. So, yeah, man, it's – I wouldn't say it's glorified for sure because how much they talk about it sometimes, but it's definitely it's definitely a good thing that guys are working out now. Like, just not too much intensity, but enough to progressively get to where by, by the time camp starts, everybody's good, everybody's tissues are feeling right, everybody's just feeling healthy out there. Because I'm exercise science major, so I know a lot about the body and how you're supposed to take care of it and what the things it needs to – 
perform. And so that helps me a lot. I really don't. I mean, I use I use people to help me with my body as well, but I know the information myself, so I can just apply it. I just apply it to my daily life. And you know what? When you said that, that actually it took me to a different place of like when you see guys get signed um, like midseason, it'd be like week week six and they just jump in and start playing. And it, it so when you say like, yo, no, it really takes time to, to even get into the type of game shape that you need to be in. I guess that's impressive on one hand, but it's also it's almost an impossible thing that teams ask guys to do. Like, you know, hey, it's, it's week six come in and we need to like last year with the Bills, Cole Beasley came in. I think it was like yeah. week 15. Like that doesn't happen. That's your opportunity, though. Like you got to take advantage of opportunity. It's crazy. People don't know, like coming off the street and hopping into an NFL game is like I, I don't even know how you could compare it to anything else besides coming off the street and trying to hop into an NBA game like. The speed of the game is just so different, and like, it's not even that your body can't do can't perform as well as you want. It's your it's your mind. You're not being okay. able to process. Like for Cole Beasley as a slot receiver, he gotta he gotta see what the safety doing, see what the nickel doing, if the mic coming out to him, if the nickel blitzing, the safety coming down. Like that's just a lot of things to process, and and to have to do it in a game or even in a playoff game, and you haven't been there all six months practicing. You know what I'm saying? Getting that, getting that work. Sometimes, you know, like when Bees was there, my first year, that stuff was like clockwork. And that mm-hmm. takes reps. It takes time. It takes doing it a thousand times. Like that 10,000 hours is no joke. Like it takes that much time to really get it how, how you want it to, how, how, how it should look. You know when it looks good on Sunday. That's how it's supposed to look. That takes time. And so just trying to hop out there, it's really your, it's your mind. And then your body just wants your brain shut down like from trying to mentally process all the stuff you need to, your body just going to follow suit. And so, I mean, guys who get out there and make the most of the opportunity, it's, it's definitely impressive. Man, I just, uh, once you explain it that way, is it, it takes it to a different space. Like, it's just wild to me to imagine, because like I said, just knowing how much you guys work out, because I'm sure, look, so I'll, I'll, I'll stick with Cole as an example. I'm sure Cole was still working out at home, you know, like I'm sure yeah. that, but, but like you said, it's just a different thing once you, come from the couch to the game or not the couch but even the gym at home to the game is just a different speed um with the otas going on right now um so like obviously so hop is is in the process of being traded you got other teams around the league that have like a star or somebody who doesn't show up i just wanted to ask you this because i feel like um it's a conversation that kind of bounces off of the fans a lot but I feel like the players probably don't see it the same way. How do you feel about yeah. it? So, like, you know, you you showing up to OTAs and you putting in all the work you're doing. Like you said, you at the, you in the, the the hot room at seven a.m. and you just you, you on it every day. And then I don't even know who to pick on out here, but let's just say Hollywood Brown decides, yo, I'm not coming to OTAs this year. I got better things to do, or whatever the reason. Um, yeah. How do the guys in the locker room typically look at that? Uh. I mean, guys really – guys know everybody's situation is different. That's what I would say. Like, like for me, I worry about Josh Thomas. Like, if I, yeah. I know I need to be LTAs, I'm going to be LTAs. I can't worry about what Hollywood or what D-Hop got going on because their situation is different from mine. And so, I mean, you guys got to as – a, as a grown man, you got to respect each man's decision that he's going to do what's best for him. And, you know, when time comes for everybody to come back, we're going to come back. We're going to be teammates. We're going to try to work together and do everything we can to win games. And so, like – I would say that when a star player or even a player that's um, looking for a contract, everybody knows that it's a business at the end of the day. And so mm-hmm. you got to do what's best to maximize your market value out there. And so 
if you got to make that tough decision, that just is what it is. But for me, I, I would rather be around my teammates, but I know that's not for everybody. You know what I mean? Like, that's not how you can, can conduct business and get the things that you want, especially contractually. So, I mean, every man got to do what he can to get the most that he can out of this game. And so, I, I never, I'll never knock, knock somebody for doing that. Just when everybody come back, I know he's going to come to work like everybody else, put, pick up his hard hat and go to work. And, like, I know those dudes, like, Hollywood's here. And he's working. And yeah, he, yeah. And he's and he's going to work. But I know even D Hop or whoever not here, they 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 putting in work just like everybody else. It's just they not here with us. Yeah, and for sure, I use Hollywood as an example just because I knew he was here. So I didn't I yeah. didn't want to you know make it <laughs> too specific because I you know I didn't want to, again. I know you honest, but at the same time, I just don't even want to make it anything quotable it was more so just because i feel like like i said i feel like players look at a lot of this stuff differently than the fans do um yeah, for no, multiple for sure. reasons but but fans are all up in arms like what do you mean he's not at otas and it's like i think i think these guys have done enough to make it to the league and to know yeah. like you know so especially I, once I just, you get once you get five plus years in and you've been with the same team five years like and we going over day one install that the rookie's trying to learn like I'm, I'm not going to say it's no point of being there because it's always good to be around your team. It's always good to, you know, teach the young guys. But, like, it's like being, it's like going back to the first grade on the first day of school every time you go back to school. And then you work your way up to 12th grade work. Like, people are probably going to skip the first three weeks of going from first through fourth grade until they get to some stuff they're really trying to learn. So, that's what it's like going back to the first day of school, like, like kindergarten every every year when we start OTAs and then you build it from the ground up every time because every year is different like everybody know that what happened last year don't really got no effect on what's gonna happen this year with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending determination is essential in overcoming them it's this willingness decisiveness and resilience that sets marines apart with our fighting spirit we don't just fight battles we win them Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, so now would that be in the case for you? So this is your what? Your four? Yeah, five? this is going into my fourth year. Yeah. Okay. So this four years now. So for sure. That is wild. It, it is wild to say. So like now looking at that, looking back over the last three years, um, how is this? How is it different for you now coming into so every year you had to learn something, right? So yeah. um what's different for you now going into year four as opposed to obviously rookies, you come in eyes wide open and you yeah, just you're just sure. trying to take it all in. But but now as a pro, you kind of know your routine. What what's the difference to uh, of everything? Um, definitely just definitely more peace of mind. Like I know what okay. to expect like every weekend and week out. Rookie year. It, rookie year was so crazy for me because it was the COVID year. So like we did all of this on iPads. Like we was, we couldn't. I couldn't even. Get, I didn't even go to Buffalo until wow. mid June of 2020. So like this whole time, like well, this is this is still pre-draft. But after the draft, we did all that rookie like meetings and stuff. We was all on Zoom, and we did all of our OTAs on Zoom. And then like, and so just I didn't really know what to expect, and I kind of just got thrown into the fire. Like we had two weeks of like phase one workouts that we're doing now. And then training camp started my rookie year. And I'm out there. <laughs> it's Josh <laughs> Allen, Gabe Davis as a rookie, but he's still a good player. It's Dawson Knox, Cole Beasley. And I'm just mm-hmm. out there just like, like you know what I mean, head just spinning on the 
on a, just trying to figure out what I'm doing, where I'm supposed to be, where I'm supposed to be on time and stuff like that. And so then my second year, I just knew what to expect. Um, and I just got more comfortable in the system and just knowing how to be a pro following Micah and Jordan around. Yeah, Micah and Jordan, just following them around every day, doing what they do, asking them questions, just how to be a pro, what made you be – how can you, how can I stay in the league as long as them? And just, man, taking that stuff to heart and not trying to be a know-it-all, you know what I'm saying, just being a sponge. Coach McDermott, I'm asking him, I'm trying to figure out what, you know what I'm saying, how can I be the best safety? Like, what is he, what is he seeing in my game that I could improve on and stuff like that? And just, you know what I'm saying, strengthening my sword, working on my weaknesses and improving my strengths as well. So just knowing what to work on, I would definitely say that. Like, knowing my, I know my body a lot better now. Like, I know exactly what I need to work on at all times. And so that's always – that always helps me because I really – when I got to the league, I really didn't know, like, what my – what I, what I did well compared to the college games. Mm -hmm. Like, what I did well in college, would I translate to the NFL or what I need to do, you know what I'm saying, more things. And so – just knowing what I need to work on and knowing what to expect and knowing that, you know what I'm saying, I've, I've been in enough practices and I've seen a lot of ball and I know that I can, you know what I'm saying, make plays. And I'm just excited for the opportunity to go out there and show that. Man, and you talk about an opportunity. Um, I feel like – so this this time of year is obviously everybody's – guys who are coming from college to the, to the pros, like you, you declare for the draft, you go through the whole – combine thing or you go to you know you do the senior bowl or, or just whatever process there's several processes that guys take but you do this whole thing and then it's the draft it's the week of the draft and so all the anticipation is there and then so for a guy like you you didn't get drafted right but then yeah. you come to buffalo and you just mentioned i forgot about that really it was during covid so like you 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 get picked up as an undrafted free agent and then you you cracked the you know what I mean? Like you're, you're part of the organization and they keep yeah. you around. Like what, what was that like to you? Cause to me, that's, it's kind of mind blowing. Like, you know, you grow up thinking like, I'm gonna get drafted, but then it doesn't yeah, work. All that. So yeah. just a roller coaster. So just, it kind of, that kind of feels just like, not the story of my life, but it feels like most important times in my life. I feel like I did everything I could. And I just came up just a little short, like when mm -hmm. it come to getting drafted and stuff like that. And so uh, definitely was a – it was a surreal moment still. I still remember Coach uh, Bobby Babbage called me and said, do you want to be a Buffalo Bill outside my grandma's house? And it was just like a, like I just felt my hands got sweaty and stuff and just – I couldn't believe it, honestly. And so when I got up there, I just – I got so many people who believed me back home. Like everybody believed me back home, back home in Alabama where I'm from, Montgomery. Shout out. Everybody believed in me. So I went up there yeah. and just – did everything I could to make the team and just played as hard as I could. And like, we didn't even have no preseason. Like <laughs> my rookie year was, it was yeah, the it was craziest wild. thing ever. Like it was literally six weeks of camp and then final cuts and then game one. And so That's like wild. the fact that I, the fact that the coaches and the, the organization believed in me enough to keep me up there for two years and help me develop as a player. I, re I appreciate them for that for sure. Yeah, no, man. But I mean, that's a it's a major accomplishment. I mean, obviously, you know that, but it's it's just an, it's a major accomplishment because there's a lot of people that feel like, well, if I don't get drafted, it's over. And you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's the, there's that's guys the like case, you. Man. And it's just amazing to me because even now to see, um, you know, just to see how, you know, you go from Buffalo. Now you're out in, in Arizona and and even still like you're still developing and growing as a player. And it's like some guys would have just took that not being drafted and kind of quit folded and walked away and you and you did your thing man that's dope 
I appreciate that, man. Just never quitting. Like I'm never gonna get. I'm never gonna quit. I'm gonna just keep fighting because I know that once I get my opportunity to go out there and show what I can do in the field, I'm gonna take full advantage of it. So, like, this game is all about opportunity. Like, how can like as an undrafted guy, I came in with Reggie Gillian, and to see him mm-hmm. and see what he's what he's done in this league, like, how can you not be inspired by that? You know what I mean? Just seeing guys who who didn't come who came just how I came into the league. You can go out. You can go out there and and really put put a stamp in the league and make a name for yourself. And so, that's just I just you know what I'm saying. That's when you see inspirational stuff like that. How can you not want to go out there and fight and, and scrap for what you want out, out in this league? And just I mean, when you even read the statistics, I don't know what it is. I haven't seen it in a while, but like probably I won't say I won't say fifty, but like forty percent of the league that's playing a lot of snaps is undrafted guys. Mm-hmm. And so like when you see that. It's just opportunity, man. You got to find the right system, the right coaches, somebody who's going, you know what I'm saying, pour into you and you pour into their system, and it'll be- benefit, it'll mutually benefit everybody in the situation. And so that's what, uh, that's what I think is about because the league is a lot about, you know what I'm saying, the relationships you make, like scheme and being fast and strong. That definitely, like, if you don't got that, it, it won't work. But the relationship between the, the, the coaches and the players is what, makes teams you know what i'm saying really click yeah man i tell you what i'd rather be a guy that grinds and works my way up than to be uh like a second round pick and be a bus you know what i mean like the way yeah. the way I people mean, talk tough, about bus yeah, yeah man hey social media is a it is a it's, it's different. a tough place man it's tough like yeah for athletes man sometimes people really don't realize that it, it's tough like i don't like during the season i don't man i don't read i mute nfl cardinals i mute all that stuff i don't I don't want to see it on my timeline because I just know that people – it's just I know people care about it so much. And so they have a right to their opinion, of course, but for me to go out there and do my job, I really – I just – I can't look at it, man. It's, it's, it's tough. See, like, I try I, to – I ain't watched First Take and I haven't watched First Take this decade <laughs> on my – like since 2020, I haven't watched it. You said forget I, that. I just won't do it because I just know it's just – it's too much, man. Like it's it's crazy. Well, see, now it's funny because everybody obviously looks at that differently. Some guys will tweet all season and all off season, and some guys yeah. are like in their phones and everything. But um, I, I can agree with you as far as at least what I've witnessed now. Social media does it; it can get to a guy if you know what I mean. I, I've talked to several players now at this point where it's just like it, it really bothers them if they have a bad game or something, and, and the whole yeah, town is sure. down you know, on your or something. Phone's like gonna that. blow up. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Like. It's just that's the new age we in, and so it's just another thing that we have to deal with. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't say it's too tough, man. At the end of the day, we blessed to, to play a game for a living, but it it just comes with it with any job that anybody has. It's pros and cons, and that that's just one of the cons that you have to weigh if you really want to get into this. And so it is what it is. But I just love the fact that I play a sport where people are invested. You know what I'm saying? They might they might not even know me. It could be an Arizona fan and. Maine, three thousand miles away, but they Sunday at four twenty five, they they tapped in and ready to go. Yes, you know yep. what I mean? And so like, it's a blessing. Like it's a blessing and a curse. You know what I mean? You always, it's always two sides to the coin. And so it's just you gotta take you gotta you gotta take it. Roll with the punches, man. It ain't it ain't nothing too bad. We can always overcome that type of stuff, man. Man, well, what's the vision this year? I need I need to know as a Cardinals fan because I know the show obviously is a Bills. You know, we are gonna have more Bills watchers than than Cardinals, but but man, <laughs> no I got these season tickets, and I'm gonna tell you oh, what. Yeah. Last year was rough. 
and <laughs> it looks yeah. like this year going to be rough too but but at the same time you know you never know what's, what's going on so um how, how this new coaching staff that's in there you you how do you feel about just the direction that the team wants to go in the, the culture that they're preaching right um, now i'm definitely excited about our coaching staff i just i feel like they are they're pouring into us you know what i mean they want to do everything they can to make us the players successful and so when coaches when that's they that's they messaging you know what i'm saying team first and then they want they want to do everything they can to help us be go out there and, and be successful how can you not go out there and work hard and so that's what we that's what we trying to do. Just go out uh, go out there every day, practice winning habit, winning habits, winning behavior, you know what I'm saying, holding our teammates accountable and just going out there working hard and playing fast and not really, you know what I'm saying, not really caring what everybody else say. It's about, you know what I'm saying, the guys in there. And so I feel like if we take that kind of mentality into this year, anything can happen. I'm I'm definitely excited about what we can do cuz we got good players, we got good coaches. It's just we got to go out there and and put it on the field, you know what I mean? So that's just what it is. NFL is you can go from every year somebody go from last to first. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so we just gotta go out. We just gotta go out there and put the work in every day, and then let the chips fall where they may. Because once you put the work in and you prepare, you train or you untrain. And so we want to go into this year train and ready for those situations when they come up and go out there and make plays. And so I have I have a lot of uh, belief in our team. It's just that's just how I am. I always gonna ride with the guys who I'm with. So. Whatever yeah. I can do to help them win games, that's what I'm going to do, and I'm going I'm to do it to the best of my ability. And I know that everybody on the team going to do the same. And so once we get our team going all in one direction, I feel like that's always a good thing. Well, I'm rooting for you, man, especially um, when, when Buddha came out and announced that he wanted to trade. I'm like, yo, they need to give my dog Josh that time. Give him that. Give him them snaps, oh, man. man. <laughs> I got to go earn it, man. I got to go earn it. Whatever happens, happens. I just got to go out there and earn my keep. And that's that's the – that's always that's always that's one thing I love about the NFL. Like, if you, especially as an undrafted guy, late round pick guy, you got if you get on the field, that means you earned it in practice. Yeah, you know what I mean, you had to really go out there and make a lot of plays, and that that means your teammates seen it, the coaches seen it, everybody in the organization was like, "Hey, man, that kid out there making plays, you got to give him a chance." And so, when you do, when stuff like that happens, you got you already have the trust of your team, you know, your teammates. They seen you out there making plays and stuff like that. And so. I just want to go out there and earn my keep, man. That's like I want to earn my meal. That's the biggest thing about this league. And so I'm really – I'm looking forward to that. And I appreciate you rooting for me, man. I I love to have another fan in the, the fan club. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, for sure, man. And uh, so just just a couple more, and then I'll let you get on out of here, man. Um, So week 17, we everybody saw what happened with DeMar Hamlin on that Monday night football game. And it was um, – it was it – was, on one hand, obviously it was scary, like to see what happened. But then on the other hand, it was it was a great thing to see how the NFL community as a whole kind of came together and rallied behind him. But like so now this has been the second year in a row that I've been able to to see you and, and Jordan and uh, Levi together. You know, and I, I see the brotherhood. I see the friendship. So I feel like even though that the NFL as a community came together and like, OK, we're going to rally behind DeMar. It's one it's like. Yeah, that's that's one thing. But then it's also like when you play with guys and when you're when you have an established relationship with guys, it's a little bit different. And, you know, so I just kind of wanted to know from your perspective, um, you know, what was it like for you? Like, you know, because I'm sure that had to be tough, man. Sure. It was it was a it was a scary ordeal. And I was out eating uh, dinner 
and I'm we the game is on, and I'm and I'm watching. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm about to watch my dog because Dham finally this is his year to go out there and really play a lot. So I'm like, heck yeah, it's Poe and Dham out there. I'm about to tap in. They about to play the Bengals. It's gonna be a good game. Dham, as he always do, he up making an aggressive tackle. He stand up. I'm like, yeah, Dham, and he just fall. And like me and Dane are close as well because we came in together. Dane Jackson, yeah. we were both rookies at the same time, and so we have a great relationship as well. And just to know that him and Dham, they they known each other since they was they was kids. And just to see like, I when you know when I knew it was bad is when I seen uh, Jaquan and, and Serene crying on TV. That was like mm-hmm. that really like it showed me that this was not like some some regular just football injury. This was something bad. And so um, that night, that Monday night was was uh, tough. Like I couldn't go to sleep or nothing like that. Just hoping that he was going to wake up and probably, like, it was, like, 2.30 out here, so, like, 5.30 mm-hmm. East Coast time. Dane takes me and said he was breathing again. And it just it just gave me a lot of peace to know that he was going to be all right. And just, if you know DeMar, you know he going to fight. Like, that's one thing mm-hmm. he's going to do. Shout out to three, man. I love that dude. So, this, this one I heard, he was all, like, he was breathing that first night. And that, you know what I'm saying, just I knew he was going, he was eventually going to shake back because he got too kind of a spirit, you know what I mean? Just he's always been a good dude. Ever since I met him, he he was an upstanding dude. And just we always had a fun time together. He always laughed and joking. And just I'm just so happy for him, man. Like for him to come back and be able to be doing OTAs with the team, it's just like, like I said earlier, how can you not want to go out there and play when you got a guy yeah. like that on your team? You know what I mean? And so, got me getting emotional here. But, like, I just – the love I got for him and Dane and just how much they – you know what I'm saying? They they, they was already friends before they met me. And I felt like they just brought me into that group and let me meet all their people, meet their family. Like, it's just – you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm – you know what I'm saying? And so, just that, that bond we had those two years with Dane and then that one year with DM is just – we became brothers in less than 24 months, you know what I mean? And so when you build bonds like that and then you see your guy go down, it's just – and then he come, he he stand back up again. It's, it's the most incredible story. Like, my dog, the president, like, he was at the White House helping yeah. him get, getting some some act sign for coming up quarters. They said it's the number one leading cause in death in youth athletes. Like, that's the type of stuff DHAM do, you know what I mean? He just uh, – he a good dude. He always thinking of taking care of somebody else. Even he's like he turned this into the biggest positive you could from such a terrible situation. He made it that like as terrible as it was, he made it that much better with the stuff he's doing to help. You know what I'm saying? And that's just like how can you not root for a guy like that? And he's and his story is so incredible too because like now on top of it just being a great story that he you know he's back he he's already was again. before that you yeah. know what I mean yeah he was phenomenal but then like now on top of it so much is changing because of him you know you got you got franchises like no we gonna learn CPR everybody on the team yeah. gonna learn CPR shout out That's to Denny too man shout out to yeah. Denny man Denny Kellington he was he was there when I was shout out to Denny man I I text him after that I said hey, man I love you don't ever forget that because just people doing their job like that's what that's what the org- like organizations are about is like everybody do their job everybody's gonna be taken care of and that mm-hmm. night you know what i'm saying he went out there and did his job to the best of his ability like taking care of, of his guy because then he cared about his the people he cared for 
And you could tell how he ran out there and did the CPR, got him, you know what I'm saying? And just like like you said, it's it's a he inspiring change. And there's nothing better than you can do for that. Hey, like it's a it's way bigger than football. Yeah, no, nah, it's definitely definitely beautiful. I can't wait to to see him back. Um, you know, Man, like I said, you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. Shout out yeah, to him. Yeah. Shout out I to can't him. wait to see him back. It's gonna be electric. That first game in Buffalo, like when he when he it's just gonna be crazy. So um so look man i'm gonna let you go ahead and get on out of here i did i did have this one last one because i don't get a chance to talk to too many people uh, who's playing actively for the cardinals now um so look you know the struggle that i have because you played in buffalo you was there for a couple years you know the food situation out in buffalo yeah for I, sure. I need a, i need some recommendations for for phoenix man for glendale phoenix whatever because it's just rough Ooh. out here Nah, they got good food out here. It's it's definitely up there with Buffalo. What type of food you like? Man, I like everything. But the thing is, so when I say it's rough, I feel like it's it's a whole lot more of the national chains as opposed to like yeah, nah, for sure. It's definitely yeah, more so. uh, chains out here. But you gotta you like if you like Italian food, you gotta go to North or uh, one of the dudes at the uh, at the Carlin facility told me about. Uh, it's called Espiritu. It's it's okay. nice. Um, Toka Madeira, you ever heard of that place? Yeah, yeah. Hey, you gotta go there. Get the wonton, get the wonton tacos. That's gonna change your life right there. Toka, um, Maestro's is a steakhouse. It's a good okay. spot. Um, what's the other place I went to? Maestro's, uh, or STK. STK is a nice little spot in Scottsdale. You'll like. Just a bunch All of spots, right. man. You just gotta, you just gotta drive around. Sometimes, man, you know it's beautiful out here. So I just, I just get yeah, my just car and out. just ride and just go see. I'm, I didn't know that it looked like this out here. I'm not even, gonna, oh, I'm man. not even gonna front. It's gorgeous out here. The sunsets are, it's insane. Like it's, it's amazing. It's, it's one of the, it's one of the reasons that. So like for me, when I left Buffalo, it was between like here, Austin, Texas, and then like I was thinking about going back to maybe Indianapolis because I got family there. Man, when yeah. I came out here, kind of nice. like you, I came out here for like a week, and I was like, "Oh, it's over. I'm going." To- yeah. <laughs> like, I, nah, when over. I le- when I left Buffalo and I came out here, and I was just like, "Yeah, this a different, this a whole different thing. This a whole different type t- type of vibe." And then Buffalo, I, you know, I left right before all that. I got some crazy snow when I was there, but I got out of there before all that stuff happened. This year, and I was just like. Mm-hmm. Man, I do. I do not miss that snow, man. I, no. I used to struggle, man. I'm from Alabama. We ain't never. I ain't never seen snow <laughs> like Buffalo. Like I remember, yeah, it's different. I, I was there during the winter, and it snowed like a foot and a half overnight. I was just like, I don't know about this. Like this is yeah. this is crazy, man. But I love my time there. The people up there are amazing, amazing people, man. Yeah, well, that's the part. I mean, and, and some people love the cold. I get it, but it's like you know. But that's the thing. Buffalo's a good town. You got good people. Yeah, great food. People, it, it's a good football town. So you know. So you got things, but but no, out here, man, like you can't just beat to, it, man. It's just you cool can't. West Coast vibes, man. Just yeah, vibing. yeah. Everybody so, loves a fair. <laughs> so, but all right, man. I'm gonna let you go ahead and get on out of here. You got anything that you want to highlight real quick? Um, any charitable things going on, or anything that you want to? focus uh no nah, man i ain't really got none just go support demar hamlin man chasing millions go support his stuff man look go support any local uh if somebody needs some books or something in your local neighborhoods just just find somewhere to go support give some books out so these kids can read more because that's one thing for the youth man they need more books to read and stuff to do instead of 
playing on these iPhones all day. And so just get back, tap into your youth, man, local communities and stuff like that, for sure. That's a fact. And I'll piggyback off of that and say, yeah, 100%. Uh, go and support DeMar Hamlin's um, charity. I would also go and uh, support Levi Wallace's foundation. He does amazing no things with the youth in his community. Shout um, out. Jordan Poy. Like, it, we can list a ton of them, but the crew, I want to kind Micah of – Hey, man, go support all them boys. We need, they need all the funds they can get to go help the community because they always going to give back. And even out here, man, hey, tell tell Buddha not to tell him to just rescind his trade request. Just stay. Man, I want Buddha just to stay. come back, man. He's a great player. <laughs> I I I enjoy just being around him for last year, man. Just seeing what make him go and how he approached the game. I really hope he come back, man, because he's a he's one of the best players in this league, and I want to get a chance to be out there with him because he just go out there and just yeah. put it all on the line, man. And I, he also I know he gonna he give back as well, so. All those guys, man, go to their Instagrams, go to their Twitters. I know they got all that stuff in their bio. Just tap in and, and show some support, man, because it's enough out here for everybody, and some people need a little more help than others. And so you bless them, God going to bless you back. And so I just – that's that's my, always been my motto. Yes, sir. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you just spent the last uh, plus 30 minutes with your boy. Uh, first of all, I, I got to say thank you, man, because you really you you wanted a real one. Like you really a real dude. So, ladies I and gentlemen, Mr. Josh Thomas of the Arizona Cardinals, former Buffalo Bill, uh, you know, plug in. Make sure you all go follow him on all of the, the socials. I don't know. I know he's on Instagram. Go follow him on Instagram for yeah, sure. JTZ334, man. Uh, follow me, man. I'm going to start posting a little more on there. Maybe get my follower count up or something, I guess. Too many right, trolls on there, though. I'm going to have to block the comments or something. But hey, I appreciate I you for you. having me on, man. It's always a good time to come talk to good people. Yes, sir. Anytime. And y'all know how we do it at Buffalo Rumblers. Y'all love each other. Take care of each other and live in peace. And as always, y'all stay positive and test negative. I'm going to say go Bills. I know you a Cardinal now, so you ain't going to do that. But go Bills. Let's get it. <laughs> go Big Red. Code of conduct.